Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thanks again for joining us on the broadcast, or maybe you're listening on the podcast or video. Thank you, and thanks for sharing them. Uh, we've had a lot of several connections where people have said, hey, someone shared this with me, and I just wanted to let you know what I think about it. And Most of the time that was great, but sometimes it's not, and that's okay. I, I can handle that. So uh, I trust you enjoyed yesterday's program, Wednesdays for Women with Adia Wushner. Uh, she always has great info and insights to help us better understand the cultural issues and how they affect us, all of us, but particularly women, and even more so the biblical response to these issues. As we continue with today's My Utmost for His Highest message, we look back to Monday's message on sanctification and Tuesday's message on imagination. If you missed either or both of those, you, you, uh, as well as yesterday's Wednesdays for Women, you can go to loveandlordship.com, loveandlordship.com. That's our ministry website, and you can find those and many others on the Read, Listen, Watch tabs, or go to the Vimeo icon near the bottom or the uh, Podbean icon. Those are the two main icons or the tabs at the top, as I just mentioned, Read, Watch, or Listen. I'd love to hear from you. Loveandlordship at gmail.com. Send any thoughts or questions or inquiries agreements or disagreements to loveandlordship at gmail.com. Love to engage with you, enter into dialogue. We can grow together in this thing. I'd love to do that. So loveandlordship at gmail.com. Now remember, sanctification is what God has set us apart for in Christ. Holy, right? Set apart for his purposes, holy purposes. And our participation in that by grace through faith is his free gift of salvation. You see, he's given us that gift, which allows us not only to be, to be saved, but to be set apart by grace through faith and live out. That's our role in it, to live out in such a way that Christ is living in us and through us. Imagination is how and what we dwell on, what we think about, which ultimately defines who we are and how we live our lives. If our thinking and imagination are focused on self, the culture and the creation rather than the Creator and His purposes, His Word, then as we talked about on Tuesday, that starves our real imagination, what God intended for us to think about, and it makes our thinking and our lives ineffective when it comes to kingdom thinking, kingdom living, and kingdom fruit. This can only be done by God's grace through faith as we lovingly obey Him and His Word with Christ and the Holy Spirit in us. When Christ died and we believe on him, he comes to dwell in us, it says. He, we identified with him. Now we have to live like it. But he's given us everything we need. But he will not force it, remember. We have to choose out of love, just like he did. Now, I deliberately omitted one of the passages in Scripture that talks directly about our thinking, our imagination on Tuesday, our understanding, as it is the focal point of today's message, and how what we think about determines who and what we are based on what our minds are dwelling on. Today's message ties together thinking, imagination, hope, joy, gratitude, and peace. And it's entitled, Is Your Hope in God Faint and Dying? This is from February the 11th, if you're following along in My Utmost for His Highest print copy, or at myutmost.org, February 11th. Remember, Monday was about sanctification, what you're set apart for. Tuesday was about what or how we think 
regarding God versus dwelling on his created things, creation, and what that does to our imagination. Today's message ties that thinking and imagining what we're set apart for to our hope and peace. If we're thinking and imagining along the lines of what he saved us for, his word, his will, his kingdom, his glory. Well, how so? You may be asking. God answered this question to his people through Isaiah once again, the prophet in Isaiah 26.3. You will keep him in perfect peace, those whose mind or imagination is stayed or focused on you. Isaiah 26.3. You will keep him in perfect peace, all whose minds or imaginations are focused or stayed on you. Is your imagination stayed on God or is it starved? That was our question on Tuesday, right? The starvation of the imagination, he's building on this now. Chambers is the next day on February 11th. The starvation of the imagination is one of the most fruitful sources of exhaustion and sapping in a worker's life. If you've never used your imagination to put yourself before God, begin to do it now. In other words, Think on the things that God has told you to think on. That places you right in his presence. It is no use waiting for God to come. You must put your imagination away from the face of idols, created things, stuff, self, flesh, and look unto him and be saved. Imagination is the greatest gift God has given us, and it ought to be devoted entirely to him. Now, he's talking about this after the gift of salvation, right? If you have been bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, that's from 2 Corinthians 10, 4, and 5 that we talked about on Tuesday. It will be one of the greatest assets to faith when the trials come because your faith and the Spirit of God will work together. Learn to associate ideas worthy of God with all that happens in nature. And in life, there are no coincidences for us as believers, only the hand of providence, and we can always trust him. The only way you can know that and, and, and think that way, though, is by focusing on his word and his promises in all things and at all times. Today's people, and even our churches, think that's crazy. I've been accused of that until they start to see it work. Chambers says the Apostle Paul states it this way, in the new covenant in which Christ fulfilled the old covenant. In Philippians 4, 4 through 7, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say it, rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all people. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. Anxiety is rooted in the mind, right? What we're dwelling on. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and pleading with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Now, now that's, that's my part, okay? I added that. I'm going to get into what Chambers says now as to how that happens. He says, the sun rises and the sun sets, the sun and the stars, the changing seasons and your imagination will never be at the mercy of your impulses. And I would say to the culture and the ideologies or ideologies, however you say that, but it'll always be at the service of God. Notice how Paul tells us we are to respond in the power of Christ and his Holy Spirit in order to experience this peace and hope only found in Christ. Joy, 
gentleness, no anxiety or worry in anything, gratitude in all things, and then, and then you make your prayers and requests known to God. This is how we can know the peace, even the peace that we can't understand. We can't comprehend it. Faith calls us to think, imagine, choose to dwell on God and his word and promises rather than on those things of the creation, including ourselves that we can't control or bring into sanctification apart from Christ. Isaiah said very simply, God keeps those who think continually on him. Paul said that as we think and choose in line with his word and spirit, these thoughts and this obedience gives us a peace of mind beyond what we can think or imagine. We can't comprehend it. We have an imagination and thoughts and a hope that is tethered to our relationship with God in Christ. And we live it out by the way we think and choose and relate and act. Back to how we see and think about all the incredible things of nature and creations, we can only see all of these beautiful things in people and nature in the creation around us and see them in the beauty which he designed them as we dwell on and think about what, they, what we and they were all created for all to point to and be used for his glory. Chambers wraps up this, this day's devotional by saying, we have sinned with our fathers and remember not. What's their thinking, their imagination, and what kind of hope or lack thereof has it led to? He says, then put up a stiletto. In, in the use of the word here, it's a dagger. This is going to stop right here in the place where you've gone to sleep. Wake yourself up. God is not talking to me just now, but he ought to be. Is it that he's not talking or that your focus is so far removed from him that you can't hear him? Chambers, remember whose you are and whom you serve. Provoke yourself by recollection and your affection for God will increase tenfold. Your imagination will not be starved any longer, but will be quick and enthusiastic and your hope will be inexpressibly bright. Notice the key words that bring us back into our love for God, our hearing God and our response to God. Remember, recall, recollect. These words go directly to what our thinking or imagination is focused on. If you want to grow in your relationship with God, then be willing to think as his word tells you to think. Focused on him above all else and in everything. Then you will find what you're sanctified or set apart for according to the one who created you, you'll find an imagination that is alive with his truth and you'll find a hope and peace that is beyond your thinking or imagination because your mind is stayed, is focused on him and this will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus, your Savior and Lord. Food for thought as we close today's episode and this week's devotional or teaching portion of the broadcast, I must remind you and myself that God has made it very clear in his word that he has redeemed us in Christ. All those who believe and live out that, that belief in obedience, loving obedience. And in so doing, he has not just redeemed our spirit and soul, but our bodies and minds. And it is there that we can now live out his will and plans for our lives and for his glory. This means that we must discipline our minds to be about his word and allow his spirit to lead our thoughts and imagination so that they align with his truth and bring about in us 
all that he has purposed and sanctified, set us apart as holy for his glory. This is the only way that we will find the hope and peace that we're looking for when our minds, thoughts, our imaginations stay focused on him through his word and by his spirit. Here's our love and action items. Spend time with God in his word and prayer and listening every day. If you haven't done it before, just take five to 10 minutes. You can fit that into your schedule. Is he that important to you? He should be the most important thing in all your life. If you're not learning anything else, think on that and spend that time every day. Number two, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Number three, as we continue with this concept of aligning our minds with God and his word, where would you say that you are with regard to your thoughts and imaginations? What drives them? Here's, a, here's an even better question to, to get you thinking on this. Have they led you to the hope and peace that you desire? Number four, write down what the Spirit is revealing to you about how you think and where it is led or is leading you. Be willing to accept His leading, His Word, in your thought life. We're going to wrap up this week tomorrow with another fabulous Family Foundation Friday with our good friend David Walls from the Family Foundation. Join us and invite family, friends, loved ones, even enemies if they're willing to listen so we can share this news. Share it with others. Remember, you can go to loveandlordship.com to find out more. You can give there. Give tab in the upper right. Thank you. All donations are tax deductible. If it's not us, keep praying and allow the Lord to show you where he would have you partner with uh, and for his kingdom and his glory. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. And now coming up at 1245, hour and a half from now, stay tuned for Greg Horn, my good friend there and his, his program Hope is Here. I'm Greg Williams and you're listening to The Authority of Love.